Welcome back to Mixed Bag. We're talking about the August game releases, uh, quite a few. Um, here with me are Francesco and Isaac again, like always. Hey, hey guys. Hello there. <laughs> yeah, first of all, we're talking about the games we've played the past month. Um, quite a few in co-op. You already saw them on YouTube, maybe. And personally, I played Pikmin 4, uh, played the first world. So just a few hours in. But yeah, it's pretty fun. It's my first Pikmin game. Um, Tinykin is a lot easier than Pikmin 4, I discovered. <laughs> yeah, I, from what I've heard of 4, it's like... They were already sort of moving away from like time limit stuff anyway. And it's like this, it feels like from what I've heard, four is kind of, it's kind of like what three was trying to go for, but like done better. Yeah, the dungeons are fun, but uh, once you're outside of the dungeons, the uh, time passes pretty quickly. Yeah, well, I think dungeons is another thing that's like been done in the previous games, like two specifically from what I remember, but like they weren't done that well there, but they've been kind of expanded upon a lot in four. Yeah, I played like the f first five or six dungeons. The first two are pretty bland, of course, but yeah, yeah it, like it gets gradually more interesting with several layers. Yeah, it's been been a while. It seems to be doing pretty well as two sales wise. At least in, in from what I've seen in Japan, it's like way outsold any of the others like already. <laughs> yeah, and like at least like the early sales are way higher. But yeah, it looks cool. Um, yeah, I do have a voucher. For the Switch, because I I bought the two pack of vouchers, because for whatever reason, Tears of the Kingdoms included in those, even though it's way more expensive than any other <laughs> Switch game. So I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, those yeah. look cool. Also played some games in core: uh, Exo Primal, Blackout Protocol, Remnant Two, and Pixel Chunk Scrappers Deluxe. I think out of those, Remnant Two was clearly the most fun, and. I think you already finished it, Isaac. I, yeah, I've played a lot of Remnant 2 and Exoprimal. I've finished both, so Exoprimal's a weird one because it's obviously a team-based co-op, like P uh, PvE, but with some PvP as well. But it actually also has like a storyline and like a it has like 10-player like raid encounters, basically, and stuff like that. It's really weird. But, oh yeah, we should try yeah. that. But you, yeah, you you basically like get you you can't like queue into them deliberately, and oh. like they they pop up as you do more of the story, and like you get a bunch, and then there's like a, there is actually like a final boss as well. Huh. It was all pretty cool. Um, I kind of like it. I don't know how like if it has like like how long it's actually gonna stay alive for, but the fact that it's on Game Pass has definitely helped because at I least feel people like, would play it for free. Yeah, that's the th like yeah, like free quotation marks. But yeah, yeah. like there's enough people <laughs> with Game Pass, and like there's the decent word of mouth. But most of the time, it's basically like, yeah, this game's pretty good. You should play it via Game Pass. <laughs> like mo mo even the people that like enjoy it aren't really recommending you buy it. <laughs> like that that's the main issue with it. It's structured kind of like a free to play game, but it isn't. As bad as like a normal free to play game, like the currency is super easy to get. You get loot boxes like pretty much every level, especially after a certain point. Every single level gives you the currency and loot boxes, so it's not that bad. And like unlocking new units and stuff is really easy compared to like a free to play game, but yeah, it's a bit weird. And yeah, Remnant 2 is just it's really fun. It's the first game, but just better <laughs> pretty much. Like lots of uh lots of secrets and stuff to figure out a bunch of stuff that even though the game's been out for like a week now people still haven't figured out so it's like it's quite cool even if the area randomization isn't that crazy there's like there are still lots of secrets and like events and stuff like that yeah there, there's a kind of a, a spike in difficulty once you get to the uh, rotating boxes but that might just be the our connection that it, yeah so it's it's A, that fight's a bit different from everything else, and B, the online, when we were playing it pre-release, was being a bit weird, which I, I don't think helped. Like, it was killing us even if we were in the safe spots and stuff. It's just a case of sort of memorizing patterns and stuff, but it is a bit weird, and it's also an unavoidable fight, <laughs> because that area never changes. Like, so the, the world you do before that and the two worlds after, there is randomness to it, and, like, different final bosses you can get but yeah that one in the labyrinth doesn't change so <laughs> you've got to figure out how to fight it one way or another 
Meta gear doesn't help if you get insta-killed by getting squashed. <laughs> you can't get resurrected either, so... Mm. It, it's just a bit of a weird one. I don't think it's, like, overly hard, but yeah. We were getting kind of messed up by the online being a bit weird with it. But still... Thankfully we weren't allowed to show it at that point in time. <laughs> but yeah, pretty pretty fun game. I played a lot of it. Um, still finding new stuff. It just, yeah, the actual randomization of, like, areas specific isn't that crazy. It is there... Like, with ran randomized layouts, but it, there's not, like, too much variety to them. Like, most of it comes in the form of, like, events and stuff that you don't get every time. And, like, those events have multiple outcomes, so you have to do them multiple times as well. And you're kind of incentivized to run the same places multiple times, because if you get a drop you got already, for, like, accessories and stuff, you just get the scrap currency instead, which is always needed. And then weapons, it just upgrades them instead of having to spend materials, so it's, like... You're always getting kind of rewarded, even if you're doing the same thing again. It's it's pretty fun. It's like, it doesn't go full randomization, but there's enough there to keep like a, it fun across a bunch of playthroughs. It's There's not really a lot like it, and it's quite cool. I, I like it. Yeah, it's like also the not two, full price either. The first uh, hub uh, in the first world was a little bland. I, I would imagine that in the second and third world it would get more in interesting, the environment. Well... It's the so the the first world's chosen from a pool of three, and the ones that you don't do after the first world, you eventually have to go and do them anyway. So it just depends on what you get, really. Like we got um, got the uh, dark desert, I think. Oh yeah, we we got like the the like Prometheusy like aliensy sort of place. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, there's that. There's like a sort of European slash like British sort of planet. <laughs> it's like a, a world where it's like a mix between like really like dingy like Victorian areas and like really like fancy castles and stuff. Oh, which nice. Which has some cool. Uh, there's there's some cool stuff and like the the different bosses add some nice gimmicks to it and they sort of tie both storylines together. And then the other one is a like a jungle area that was featured in the first game as well. And, um, yeah, there's some cool stuff there as well. Like, lots of cool events to find, and, like, even the storylines have different, uh, secrets to them. It's, yeah, it's just, it's it's really interesting. You don't really see any games try, like, randomization and, like, multiple loops the way Remnant does it. It's sort of, it's just its own thing. It's pretty cool. Maybe Returnal to try a similar... Well, R Returnal sort of goes more in the like roguelite direction with the randomness yeah. where there's like way more of it and obviously permadeath as well being a thing yeah like it, 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 there is definitely some similarities but like remnant 2 goes further towards a more structured experience really i think it is more interesting for that too because like there's way more secrets and stuff that like are actually feel worthwhile whereas returnal didn't really have that but you have to play it <laughs> but they are, yeah, there, there is some similarities there. I think yeah, both are pretty pretty difficult too, but Remnant 2 has difficulty options, which kind of helps out a bit. Even if the final boss will probably still blow people up, even on the lowest difficulty. <laughs> it's, it's a really cool fight, but it's a bit of a difficulty spike, I'd say. But, I mean, final boss and all that. Yeah, speaking yeah. of difficulty spikes, we also had that in Blackout Protocol. Another, um, they've already. I, I had a quick look at Blackout Protocol, and it looks like they've they already tweaked, they've tweaked some stuff already. Nice. But I'm not sure. I think that that bit, that bit we kept getting stuck on. I think they tweaked that already, and they also tweaked it so that Solo isn't as punishing because it's like not really designed around Solo anyway. But yeah, yeah, they, they also already it should be a bit easier to process. I, I, I'd have to double check the area names, but I think. They they mentioned like there was like an earlier spot where like there was a big difficulty spike and I'm like I'm pretty sure it's the bit we got to where it's like suddenly you're just getting swarmed by like a ton of zombies like in a really enclosed space. I think that was the spot, but yeah, it's it's a bit of a weird game really. I don't I don't outright hate it, but it's another one of those games where the tone and like the visuals and stuff is kind of at odds with the actual difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Like they have it all be like all jokey and stuff, but then like the actual gameplay is it's, like super you just tough. die. With that, that's that's the other thing. With um friendly fire on. Like 
I feel like with friendly fire off alone, it would make the game easier. <laughs> Combined with like the aiming on controller, where it seems to want to snap towards allies, it's it's kind of rough. And like a lot of the areas, it feels like maybe two players is probably like the sweet spot there, because like a lot of the areas are too cramped. It doesn't feel like you can fit three players in without everybody starting to shoot them to each other. Yeah. A little bit easier was uh, our session with Pixel Chunk Scrappers Deluxe, if not to say a little too easy, maybe. Um, yeah. Combat compared to Blackout Protocol, of course, is uh, very easy. Um, you only have one button to strike. Uh, of course, you have uh, some interesting boss fights there. Um, and I like the whole uh, pixel chunk art style, and the music is fantastic as well, again. But yeah, it, uh, the gameplay loop is a little too repetitive, a little too easy, at least in the first hour. Yeah, I wasn't really feeling uh, Scrappers, really. Again, it was originally an Apple Arcade thing, which I guess is why they tried to go for like a simpler gameplay, so it would work on touchscreens. Yeah, if you compare it with the last, or I think it is the last PC game from uh, Pixel Chunk from Q Games, um, Pixel Chunk Nom Nom Galaxy, that was way more complex, of course. Yeah, that one was like, um, it was like, a, not like, I keep, my brain keeps going to City Builder, but it wasn't, it was like, was Nom Nom Galaxy? A, f- a factory the, builder. Yeah, like, a, yeah, like a, one of the, like, the factory building ones, and, like, factories, scattering yeah. and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, like, it just feels, it feels like there's not really much going on, like, one button per attacks, and, like, that's about it. It, it I don't know, it, it, the whole gameplay loop felt kind of limited. It's, like, almost like we're mi- we were missing something, because it felt like there was supposed to be more going on, but no, yeah. that, that, is, that is how the game works. There isn't really anything happening. The versus aspect in between was interesting. It's yeah, I I don't hate it as like a sort of in between, but it's still like in it's an in between for gameplay that isn't really that engaging. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was I wasn't really feeling that one. Well, we have Pixel Chunk Eden two coming to PC and PS five, maybe also PS four. I'm not sure about that uh, later this year. So that will be a another yeah, interesting. I never Chunk played game. the first one. It was like no, it looked cool, like like the visuals and stuff. I just. Yeah, I haven't actually played that many Pixel Junk games. Oh, I play a lot. Pixel Junk <laughs> Shooters, Shooter <laughs> 2, Shooter Outpad, Racer, as well. I think, like, Monsters. Monsters. I think we yeah. also played that together. Yeah. We played That's... two. I know yeah. we played two together, which I didn't like two that much, but it looked really nice. Yeah. <laughs> like the visual style was great, but it was kind of at odds with the fact that now you couldn't see the full map at once and stuff like that. Yeah, it was very like the first game, so it's kind of like it was kind of trading gameplay and like quality of life for nice aesthetics, but mm-hmm. but it did look good, the nice visuals. But <laughs> yeah, Monsters is interesting. Yeah, I played Eden Two already on Switch, and it's very fun. Yeah, I was, th- I was thinking, is Eden Two another one that was on mobile originally, or I th- was it was it not? No, it was Switch exclusive it or was has Switch been so far. specifically. Yeah, yeah okay. They, they like I don't think I played either of those. <laughs> it also looks great on Switch, which you don't often say. <laughs> yeah. Well, two D stuff definitely. Uh, well, it translates yeah. well to Switch. Yeah. 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 Especially if they, yeah, if they have a better chance at keeping the frame rate high and like the resolution. <laughs> the less chance of the Switch exploding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. When you're playing like handheld at 720p 60, it's like it's quite nice, but it's like outside of 2D stuff that's not really happening very often. <laughs> yeah, I mean Pikmin uh, 4 or uh, also looks pretty great uh, on a uh, yeah, 55-inch LED. Yeah, like N- Nintendo's generally like the yeah, Nintendo games are generally the few that where I'm like I don't mind playing them docked because they still look nice, but a lot of Switch games just don't hold up docked at all. Could it's use like, a, a bit uh, better anti-aliasing. But that, that, that is the thing that Nintendo does like to drop most of the time to try and keep performance. They just don't have anti-aliasing at all. <laughs> They're just like, no, nope, it's gone. <laughs> it's, yeah, you, you see it a lot in a lot of their stuff, but they, they're able to keep the resolution higher, so it's like it kind of balances out. 
Also, depth of field's another thing I see in a lot of Switch games where it looks a bit wonky, where it's like yeah. everything looks quite pixelated. And loading but... times are pretty long also in Pikmin yeah, 4. Yeah, I've noticed that a bunch with... I mean, it's, it makes sense with the Switch, but Nintendo are like okay with it, but it's something that's kind of unavoidable, I suppose. But yeah, Pikmin 4 does look pretty good. I'm made by it, but infinite backlog and it's like maybe i shouldn't play have you played anything else uh, the past month i played uh, quite a bit of a game called tectonica it's a um like a factory building thing like factorio and uh satisfactory where it's like it's a little bit more structured with like a storyline and stuff and it's all set in like caves and whatnot um I haven't played many games like that, but it was it was pretty fun. It's an early access, so there's not loads in it right now, but it it is pretty fun making factories and and whatnot and like getting automation set up so that you don't actually have to like keep powering everything and whatnot. But I have a habit of just not wanting to remake things, so then everything's just like a bit of a mess of conveyor belts and stuff. But it's yeah, pretty fun game. I, I don't mind um that sort of gameplay style, it's not too hard to pick up. It's just trying to, you know, optimize everything, which I don't want to do. But yeah, a, a pretty fun game. But yeah, most of my time's been split between that and, yeah, I played a lot of Remnant too. <laughs> but it's uh, it's still enjoyable. Lots of, uh, lots of stuff to do. I, I quite like it. Yeah, I played a little bit of... Diablo 4 also. Uh, with Exos, you will see that soon on YouTube. Yeah, I I haven't played um, much Diablo 4 since like the first week of launch, because I was basically like, Season 1's going to come out. I have no idea if map progress and stuff will carry over. I think they're, all, they're fixing all that stuff anyway, but I was like, I'll wait until Season 1's out, but then I've just been playing other things instead. Yeah, apparently you can already unlock some Season 1 stuff, even if you're starting the game, so not just for the end game, so to speak. Yeah, it's, um, well, yeah, like, when you start Seasons, you have to make a new character. So it's, like, there are unlocks you can get from the start, but you, you can't use your, like, old character. Like, if you're playing at launch, you have to make a new character again to play oh, okay. on the Seasons. Good thing we started uh, after Season 1 launched. Yeah, that, that that was basically it. I was like, sure, I can grind away at an end game on my like my um, druid, or I think it was a druid I made for the actual release. But then it's like I wouldn't be able to use that character in the season one stuff once that came out. Uh, so I was I'm like, playing Conan the Barbar, the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah, Barbarian. I, I think they've nerfed it already, but like Barbarian had like. They had like spin to win for it for a little bit, especially in I think in the betas where you you just use one movement to spin around and murder everything. Yeah, I'm doing that pretty much. Yeah, I think it still works. Yeah, yeah it was pretty. It's pretty fun. Um, season one patch was not received particularly well, and they had to. They're already like they're already kind of panicking, trying to go. No, we'll, we'll fix stuff. We'll fix stuff. I swear. <laughs> but it's not bad. Um, did make me want to go and try a bunch of other um, like action RPGs that I haven't played, like Grim Dawn. I kind of want to try that again. I'll try it for the first time. I know somebody else that tried it. And they quite liked it, so it's like, there are a lot of stuff. There's a lot of them that I haven't played, so it's like, Diablo 4 fun, but I kind of want to play some other things rather than play more Diablo 4, really. Yeah, Grim Dawn looks interesting. It's also pretty cheap right now, five ninety nine. Yeah. It's on sale a lot, but there's there's some DLC and whatnot. But um, yeah, it seems pretty interesting. There's um, there's another old one that I forgot the name of now, but it, uh, Titan Quest, I think it's called. Was it Titan Quest? Yeah. It's like an old one. It's true. Yeah, but it's actually like, even though it's an old game, they did like the, like anniversary edition, but it's actually getting new expansions, that weren't in the original release, even though it's like a quite an old game. Kind of interesting to see them like supporting it, but yeah, yeah, infinite backlog. It's like <laughs> too much other stuff to play right now. Yeah, unfortunately, we won't see Titan Quest Two on Gamescom because THQ Nordic is not present there, which is weird because they have been always there. But yeah, 
maybe not enough games for this year. Even though they have a lot of franchises and studios. Yeah. <laughs> Gamescom's always been a little bit of an odd one when it comes to like who is and isn't there. Yeah, 2K also won't be there on PlayStation also. But speaking of dungeon crawlers, we have a new dungeon crawler coming up, um, a tiny franchise called Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate 3 is coming out on August 3rd. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> do, you, do you like bears? It's finally coming out. <laughs> yeah, been an early Only on PC, yeah. yeah. Uh, on PS5, now, in on PS5, it's going to come out the same day as Starfield. So oh. that's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I think most people who wanted to get Baldur's Gate already got it since it was in early access for a long while. I'm not sure how many new people would actually get this on PC at least. Well, I think I think it might be a lot because the whole thing with early access. I mean, there was the whole uh, "Hey, you can have sex with a bear" thing. Uh, yeah, that may have attracted some people, but it actually, it ironically, <laughs> did get. No, it's getting more interesting. Well, it's like it's not like it didn't get a bunch of attention from people that were like, "Yeah, let's do it." But it's like the fact that that's in the game at all kind of brought a lot of attention to it. Yeah. But the thing with the early access of it was that it's only like what like the first act, and there's like a lot of stuff that hasn't been available the entire time. So early access for Baldur's Gate Three specifically was there was still like a bit, but it was more of like an extended demo. They, and like across yeah, with a sense. pre-order so I think there probably will be a lot of people even on PC picking it up for the first time now that were like now nah, we'll just wait for the full thing to come out rather than you know get early access but not be able to play most of it but it's it's going to be interesting it sounds like it's going to be like obscenely long <laughs> like it sounds like, cause like yeah really at, at some point I think long. they already mentioned that you don't have to expect RPGs to all be like this like this yeah. is the exception they it's have like, a shitload of budget money. And yeah, stuff. and it's like, rather than making it like the older, but it's it's like so the gameplay is more like the original Sin two because they sort of use the same like engine and gameplay systems and stuff like that. And I mean that game was also pretty good. So yeah, but it's like Baldur's Gate three kind of is like the other Baldur's Gate games in that respect, where it's like they used existing like engines and stuff like that to speed up development to make like a really big game it's like they don't play exactly the same but it's like they're similar in that regard but, yeah, yeah from what i saw they wanted to focus more on the well uh, hey you have so many choices yeah depending on the gameplay like it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy for fans who want to make their own adventures kind of thing yeah, and it's despite it's. Uh, I'm not um, sure it's gonna be that game. great gameplay wise, but yeah, it should uh, be still very interesting to see. You won't need to play the first two games, I think, from the story. Yeah, I think it's separated. Yeah, which helps definitely get yeah. people. Yeah, I I do kind of want to try it, but I still haven't beaten the Divinity <laughs> Original Sin two, so it's uh yeah, but it, it does look cool. Was it all, uh, already optimized for the um, current generation of consoles? Divinity Original Sin 2? Yeah, because it's, it's on Switch as well, with oh. crossplay and cross progression, from what I remember. Oh, right. It did make a Switch version. I forgot about that. Yeah, and on, it's on mobile as well, tablets, I, th I think. Everybody. I'm misremembering that, but yeah. I, oh, I didn't know it was on mobile too. I, I could be wrong then. I, I could be misremembering. I just seem to remember. It being on, um, like, I swear I remember seeing. Yep, no, there there is a mobile version of it. So yeah, they, they made a bunch of versions of everything. I don't know if it's really going to be the case for um, Baldur's Gate Three because of the fact that it's not coming out on like PS4 and that like I don't think they're going to make mobile like, versions, especially on Switch. But I guess we'll see. It would be interesting because like the parts of Original Sin Two did take a while. So it's like, hey, maybe there'll be a port onto whatever Nintendo releases next. Well, the early access must have sold pretty well since they're self-publishing it, and the early access went on for almost three years. Oh yeah, well, original original Sin one, especially two, did insanely well. Um, because they yeah they self-published uh, two at least uh, I can't remember. I 
I think they self-published the original, but they definitely self-published like the definitive edition. So it's like two uh, definitive original sin two did really well, and from what I can tell, Baldur's Gate three has been selling like insanely well during early access, like way better than most other early access stuff, especially like RPGs and whatnot. Because like I can imagine a lot of people not wanting to you know play a early access RPG because it's kind of like having to stop partway through kind of feels really bad but it seems to be doing really well so it's going to be an yep. interesting one to see what the full release is like console version was published by Bandai Namco yeah uh, but yeah it's um definitely going to be interesting with Baldur's Gate 3 unfortunately there's no Bandai Namco game uh, coming in the beginning of August so we can have a segue there what we have? Maybe the end of August, you know, hint, hint, you know what I'm saying? But mm. not the beginning. <laughs> but yeah, for August, I'd say like um, after Baldur's Gate 3, which is definitely like the main thing at the start of August. Like that's gonna, It's going to be huge. It's just the fact that it, it's only going to be PC at the beginning of August. There's um, Atlas Fallen, which is a weird one. It's like they've shown bits and pieces of it off, but they still haven't shown off like loads of it. It's like a um, open worldy action RPG that's kind of Monster Hunter ish, but not really. It, it's like it looks odd, but I kind of I'm kind of interested to see how it turns out. It's just they haven't shown a lot of it off yet. It's like uh, action RPG open world with online co-op and probably like lots of like making new gear and whatnot yeah it's Definitely. less souls like than the previous games from the developer i heard uh yeah because it's uh by deck 13 who lots like, of the fallen and um the I think the search, yeah. yeah it's just because like whenever i think of deck 13 i always forget that they were the ones that like made the, like the surge games and stuff and like they the other things got like they got published by a different like publisher because they deck 13 publishes a lot of games <laughs> so it's, mm. it's always weird to think that they, they're a developer that sometimes gets somebody else to publish their games you know it's always a bit uh weird like even because like deck 13 and focus entertainment seem to do that a lot whereas like, yeah Ch chained echoes was one of the most um successful title titles i guess they published previously yeah it started pretty well because it was also on um it was on Game Pass as well, but it still yeah. sold really well in Steam, so... Yeah, like, Deck 13... Um... And I like the shattering from Super Sexy Software. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting horror, a psychological horror game. And pretty short, also. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, it's... Like, Atlas Fallen, it looks interesting. Yeah, it's different from, like, stuff like The Surge and um, Love's Fallen, stuff like that. Uh... They like they've shown off a bit of gameplay, but like despite the fact that it's coming out in like a couple of weeks, they haven't shown like loads off. Like I don't think no. there's been in any like previews of it or anything yet. So I wouldn't be surprised been... if it's delayed, actually. I think it already was delayed from what I remember. Like oh. it was already, it was supposed to come out um May. Mm. So it's like it already got one delay. I, I think because they did show some, they did have a video recently that did show off gameplay with the UI, which is something that generally only gets done when the games are closed. Because most of the time, it's always footage that's just like there's no UI and it doesn't really feel like actual gameplay. So it's probably coming out soon, but yeah, still kind of got to figure out what's going on with it. Yeah, we will have another game where I expect a delay, but we will see that <laughs> later. Um, we're getting a few new uh, Neptunia games, apparently. Uh, at least in Japan, the Neptunia game maker, Our Revolution. Yeah, so there's a new Neptunia spin-off, because they can't make new uh, mainline games mm -hmm. for reasons. And there's a part of Sisters vs. Sisters, which is out in English, but just not the part, not the, the Switch part. Okay. But, yeah, um, Neptunia game maker, Revolution... Or our evolution. I'm assuming it's supposed to just be said revolution. Yeah, it's another, another, another spin-off. <laughs> yeah, 
that they, they, they don't want to move the story along at all anymore. <laughs> been been a lot of uh, a lot of spin-offs and re-releases of the first game. Maybe there's been a writer strike as well in games. <laughs> I just, I just don't think they they care too much at this point. That's like, hey, who 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 needs the main story? We can just keep making spin-offy things. It's fine. Yeah, we're getting a lot of ports this month also, uh, with Stray coming to Xbox, Dead Cells coming to PlayStation, Rainbow Skies coming to Nintendo Switch, which is yeah. kind of an odd one. It's, yeah, well... Relate. Um, but as long yeah, as we have a Switch, they wanted to really support. But yeah, it, make, it definitely makes sense to port it over. It's just, it feels weird that they only went with Switch and there was no, like, um, PC one. Like, Rainbow oh, yeah. Skies was one of the last Vita uh releases as well from what i remember because like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was cross by between yeah it was i actually played it on vita also and on ps4 yeah because i think it also kind of like monsters 2 where the art style is way more interesting but the actual game is not that great it's what it's i've played fine but it's it's a lot like the first game where it's just like it's the sort of game that you want to play if you just want to kind of grind and see numbers go up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not particularly engaging, really. <laughs> and it's also longer than the first one, so it's like, yeah, it's a bit uh, it's it's just a bit of a grind. But yeah, but very weird to see it come out on Switch now, so long after the original releases. Again, like the original release was on the Vita and PS3. <laughs> like... Oh yeah, that was PS3. Wow. Uh, PS3 and 4. I think it came out on all at the same time and it was crossed by between all of them <laughs> for reasons. But yeah, it, it's weird to see it come out. I'm pretty sure there's nothing new being added, but yeah, it, it's it's an interesting one, but definitely one of the smaller releases <laughs> of August. Moving Out is getting a sequel. Um, the first one was interesting, kind of like Overcooked, just with Moving Out. <laughs> I don't think it's another one where it's like it's offline only again. I think oh. like no online multiplayer. Unlike Overcooked Two, which did actually add online. Oh no, never mind. It looks like Moving Out Two does have online. Hooray! They, yeah, they even they even put that in the Steam description where it's like in the very first. That's line. online now. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like yeah, because that that was the same thing that happened with um, Overcooked uh, One and Two, where the first one was offline only, and then they're yeah. like, oh wait, we should add online. That might be a good idea. I guess it's sort of like keeping costs down, and then oh, the series, the, the first game did really well. Let's make another one. But I, I didn't play the first one. Um, it, it looked fine, but obviously local co-op only. I live in the middle of nowhere. Not, not a great combo. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play it either. Um, Vampire Survivors. I think is one game you guys might have played. It's coming on Switch. Yeah, yeah, I did play it on the Xbox. It's coming on Switch finally. Still yeah. no PS5. Not <laughs> anyone who cares. It'll probably but happen eventually, but maybe. But on Switch should work pretty well. Yeah, I it's think... a kind of small game that uh, would work best in handheld. Yeah. There's also identity mean... co-op. Yeah. Like local co-op. Yeah. But like I'm pretty sure it was kind of like Xbox happened because game like a Game Pass deal, so it's like yeah, pretty much Microsoft told them uh, we're gonna add it to Game Pass, but you have to de develop a Xbox version. And then Switch <laughs> kind of got delayed because the PC version had some like optimization issues, so it was basically getting like reworked. So that was like yeah, it was made on an older engine, so they're switching to a new one. Yeah, uh, and I'm pretty sure that's why the Switch version took so long. Because it was like partly because oh hey we we kind of want to make sure it runs properly on Switch. Like if people on higher end PCs are having issues too because of how the game's programmed, maybe maybe the Switch might have some issues as well. But it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Makes sense. Uh, I honestly funny. love the fact that you guys could understand it, but since it's made by an Italian, there's so many Italian references, like <laughs> Italian memes and such. You would never be able to understand them, but for someone who's Italian, they're genius. Lots of Italian memes and lots of Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, the sprite set, it was basically made for, um, like, Castlevania-style roguelikes, so... Makes sense that there's definitely some influence from that series there. But it yeah. should be interesting to see how this Switch version goes out. 
Another um, interesting indie release the day after Vampire Survivors Switch is Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, which is finally coming out. Um, like a Jet Set Radio style uh, game, like a sort of spiritual successor kind of. Oh yeah, it looks very much Jet Set Radio. I know what it is. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely going for that style. The title was so uh, random that I thought you were being sarcastic, but yeah, it actually looks interesting. I mean, it means it's not going to get confused with anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's by the devs of um, Lethal League and Lethal League Blaze. It has a very similar like art style to Lethal League Blaze as well. Like, really nice stylized 3D cell shading. Um, yeah, it, it looks cool. I never really played much of the Jet Set Radio games. I kind of heard that they were more style over substance, really, but they're still cool. So, like, hopefully this one kind of improves on the gameplay a bit. But, yeah, it definitely looks interesting. It kind of just got a surprise announced and kind of disappeared for ages, and then reappeared a little bit, and then... Yeah, eventually there was a release date announcement. Definitely a sort of a... It's probably going to be one that it gets overlooked a little, but it, it it's probably going to be good. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, one, one to keep an eye on. Yeah, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also coming out um, on the same day. Um, Another um, like, ace, like a asymmetrical, asymmetrical multiplayer game. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot on it. Yeah, obviously, it doesn't help half the time. Where if you search for it, it's going to bring up like the the movie <laughs> rather than the game. But it definitely makes sense. But that sort of thing, kind of like the Friday the Thirteenth game. I just hope it doesn't run into the same licensing issues that game did. That basically killed it really early on. But um The UI yeah. looks so much like Dead by Daylight. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these sorts of games definitely take a lot of um inspiration from Dead by Daylight. Where it which is kind of funny considering Dead by Daylight takes a lot of inspiration from horror like franchises <laughs> on its own anyway. Exactly. Kind of a fun roundabout way of things, but yeah, could be fun. Um, yeah, hopefully it doesn't run into into any licensing issues that just kind of cause it to not be able to get any more updates not long after launch. Rest in peace, Friday the Thirteenth. But uh, we're also uh, getting Immortals of Aveum on August twenty second. Um, new game, part of the EA original franchise, I think, or, or label. Yeah, it's yeah, it's another one being published under the that label by EA and it's been generally pretty solid the um the EA originals it's like could could be good it did get delayed it was supposed to come out um like a few uh, like a week or so ago from today it was like early earlier on in July but got a mild delay for, for whatever reason some minor polish i guess it looks fine i, I the gameplay i saw it's like you know magic fps it looks fine <laughs> yeah I'm not hugely into magic, but yeah, it's kind it, of yeah, bioshockish a little. The a little. As far as I've seen, it's quite a. It's kind of just like a linear sort of shooter, really. Like yeah. you know, just like level based and stuff. It it looks fine. It could be really fun, but it like anything they've shown of it, it just looked fine. <laughs> it's like it's hard to really say much more than that. It looked okay. Didn't look bad. Didn't leave that much of a lasting impression on me. Yeah, but... that's it. Because uh, similar uh, previous games from EA original were actually original, like Unravel <laughs> or well, um, like, It Takes Two or A Way Out. Yeah, it's like original or at least like had something going for it. Because like Wild Hearts was obviously oh, like yeah. Monster Hunter, but it still like stood out. And Monster Hunter style games aren't like there was a period of time, like especially on like the PSP, where like Monster Hunter style games were getting made fairly frequently. But then that's not really much of a thing anymore. Even with Monster Hunter doing like even better than it ever has, so that's kind of why yeah, Wild Hearts stood out. But yeah, Immortals of Avium, it looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> it it could be good. It's just it, it's definitely kind of the most bland of the EA originals things we've seen. Yeah, 
Yeah, like going from like It Takes Two and uh, Lost and Random and Wild Hearts and stuff to Immortals of Aim, it's like, eh. <laughs> I'm not really feeling it, but it could be good. So we'll have to wait and see, but it, it could be, I don't think it's going to be bad, but I it could be the most forgettable of the EA originals that's been released. It's probably not going to be like a way out. That's for sure. Why that game gets mm -hmm. remembered forever. Um, Blasphemous is getting a sequel the, uh, two days after. Yeah, like um, I I don't know why. I just keep forgetting it's actually coming out in August. Like the first game was pretty cool. It got a lot of like free updates and stuff. Um, it it crossed over with Bloodstained. It got like a Bloodstained themed like extra uh dlc uh free dlc update oh yeah uh i mean bloodstain crossed over with a lot of <laughs> but um it seems yeah, to be more of the same yeah just the same looks... main character the pentient one and more moves more skill sets yeah and some more detailed sprite work and stuff from what i've seen oh yeah it looks mm -hmm. it looks cool first game was all right i didn't play through it all the way i i think i got it via humble and played a bit and oh no I got it by some other bundle and I played it for a bit and I was like, that's a pretty cool and just didn't finish it yet. <laughs> but yeah, if it's more of the same, then it, it should be pretty good. Especially if they do what they did with the first game and just keep adding more free stuff to it later. Oh, yeah. Firewall Zero Hour is also getting a sequel. I think recently only announced. Firewall Ultra coming to PlayStation VR 2, PlayStation 5. I guess it's yeah. VR exclusive again. It Not should be, yeah. Sure. Uh, I'd be surprised if they... Don't try and push it as a VR only thing. I suppose like it'd be a bit weird playing VR versus somebody with a controller because VR can you know do the whole like just hold their gun around cover and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's but... definitely PSVR two exclusive. Yeah, it's uh, I think a team based, a squad based shooter. Four v four, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it has some PVE stuff as well, which I'm pretty sure wasn't in the first game. No, but um. Yeah, it's like I always kind of like the look of VR shooters, but the likelihood of me ever getting anything VR is pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> There's never enough to really justify the cost to me over just like maybe buying like a better monitor <laughs> or something for every other pretty game much. I can play. Right now, there's really no real purpose to get into VR. I suppose. It's like, yeah, if I can somehow get some like massively cut Half Life game. Three exclusive for PS. <laughs> It's never happened. Never. Well, maybe they will port Alex over, but then again, you can also play it on PC. Um, I guess the, one of the biggest titles this month is Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon. Yeah, definitely. Probably one of the biggest, alongside stuff like um, Baldur's Gate Three, where it's like it's it's quite a lot like Baldur's Gate Three as well in a way where it's a series that was kind of niche but the popularity of some of the other games has kind of brought, brought it up a bit so now there's like way more hype for the latest one like armored core 6 specifically it's been a very long time since the last one the last one wasn't even that well received from when i remember the six. yeah so it's like the last one i'm trying to remember if it's the last one or the one before i think it might have been the last armored core where changed up a lot of stuff from the original and kind of um yeah it streamlined a lot of features apparently ruined a bunch <laughs> there was also the other one I, f I forgot the name of it there was a spin-off game not um I'm, yeah a... it's a was an online game yeah Yeah, no, there was a. Um, it, it was thought like, as a sequel to Armored Core Five. I'm reading, but it was no, there was a. Something. I forget the name of it, but there was a. It was like one of those ones where it was done by a Western studio, and I forgot the name of it. I think it was an Armored Core game, and um, maybe it was an Armored Core. Maybe it was um, Front. I think maybe I'm thinking of Front Mission. Yeah, maybe it's Front Mission because this one was also made by Front Software, so. Yeah, I, th I think I'm thinking of like a spin-off front mission game, but um, yeah, from software have developed every like, armored core game. Actually. Yeah, so it's like obviously front uh, from software have just been making like Souls games and stuff for <laughs> for a very long time now. 
Yeah, now that they're basically on the top of the gaming league because of the souls, like yeah, they thought, hey, maybe we can try bringing back Armor Core. Yeah, it's, I think it's like a, a kind of like a pet project for them as well. Like you know, yeah. going back to it, it's kind of like it's something a bit different. Obviously, some like inspiration and like whatnot from the Souls series, like from what they've learned making those for a very long time now. Yeah. But it's like it's still going to be Armored Core. It looks really cool because a bunch of like the previews and stuff came out recently for it. Um, yeah, it looks it looks great. Um, definitely stuff being tweaked for this one compared to the last ones, but it looks very fast and still got a lot of customization and stuff. Yeah, I, I I am looking forward to Armored Core Six. Definitely one of the few games I want to play next month without just like actually missing it. Like with the you know having it go back into the backlog, but yeah, looks really cool. But that's, yeah. yeah, quite late in the month. Looking forward to playing it at Gamescom, maybe like one or two days early, but it already comes out on the twenty fifth. <laughs> um, on the twenty ninth, we will get Goodbye, Goodbye Volcano High. I think it had a demo recently. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Life is Strange, but with dinosaurs. It's pretty interesting. Um, the I remember it was well... announced during the PS5 launch thing. Yeah. And it was kind of forgotten. It's, been, it's, it's not that it's been forgotten. It's basically been seemingly in development hell. Like, it got delayed, and then it got, like, rebooted, and then it got delayed. <laughs> it's It got delayed a lot, but... Yeah, it's like the co-op inside co-op isn't it weren't it wasn't going that <laughs> Yeah, basically like they get like I maybe I think maybe it was pre-announcement or something. It, it they ended up reworking a lot of the stuff, which is probably partially why ever since it got revealed, it just keeps getting delayed. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a coming of age story uh, during the time when dinosaurs are dying, so it's pretty a pretty interesting setting that we haven't seen before. Yeah, interesting setting. I don't know too much about it, but I think it's partly because they haven't really like they've like tried not to show too much of it. Yeah, even but, the demo was pretty brief, actually. Yeah, but um, yeah, like, it, it looks fine. It's just it doesn't help that it's on. It's it's like releasing during such like a busiest like at part of the month where there's a couple of other games that I'd rather be playing instead. Like somebody amigo. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting that got announced. It just that was a weird announcement. I'm surprised there's another Sunday Amigo game coming out. It's like we gotta you... use the switch controls. <laughs> yeah that's gonna be uh interesting. Because like the last somebody amigo game was like on the Wii, I think. I'm pretty sure there was one on the Wii. But, um, yeah, very weird uh, announcement. <laughs> I'm probably not going to play it, but I, I kind of like the fact that it exists. Yeah, I, I think there's only been one game and they kept remaking it. Um, it originally it came to PlayStation, I guess. Or need to know to the and Dreamcast, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was originally a Dreamcast we... game, and then yeah, I guess the other ones were like arts and stuff, and like other weird things. But like, I seem to remember those one on the Wii. Like, I could, I could just be like hallucinating up a version of the game that doesn't exist. Yeah, so the original somebody amigo came to Wii also. Yeah, it was just an, like another part. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like the first actual like original game for the series, uh, for, like original sequel. Yeah, kind of cool, but yeah, that's I'm, I'm, <laughs> not the game I'm particularly most interested in releasing that day. Yeah, Sea of Stars is another interesting game. Yeah, because <laughs> Sea of Stars releases the same day. <laughs> that that's the one I'm definitely uh, looking forward to. I hope it's more than just a, a pretty looking game. Which, you know, it, it has a chance of just being nice visually and not that good everywhere else. But from what I've seen, it looks decent. But I'm looking forward to it. It does seem interesting, yeah. 
and yeah that it got announced to become the game pass ages ago and then recently announced it's going to be on playstation plus extra as well so it's definitely going to help it there like being on both subscription services Interesting enough, it's also set as a prequel to the messenger, even though they're completely different games. And it's also, yeah, it's also a prequel to the messenger. The thing I just, every time I see it, I'm like, why? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Why is this a prequel? (laughs) It's like, if if they didn't say it was that, and they just had some random nods to it, it'd be fine. But it's just the fact that they have to link it. It's kind of like um, originally with the messenger um, cinematic universe. What what was the Dead Space style (laughs) game called again? That came out like last year. Was it this year? I don't remember. It it was like Dead Space, but um, the Callisto Protocol. You mean? Yeah, the Callisto Protocol. Yeah, when they originally announced it, they're like, it's it's set in the uh, PUBG universe. All oh, like, right. <laughs> as suddenly they said, okay, fuck that. Who fucking cares about the PUBG universe? Yeah, they were like, <laughs> let's not do it. But then I, I watched some stuff on it. And it sounds like they were actually were trying to link it to that still. So like. They had to like hastily edit some stuff out, but, and it kind of it's kind of weird. It's, it's like yeah, very very odd, but yeah, I'd imagine it probably isn't going to lead to whole a whole lot. Like it doesn't really matter whether you played the messenger or not. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose it doesn't. I, I I'd assume that's how it's going to be. It's just yeah, very funny that they just decided they'd do that. It's like yep, yeah, it's set before the messenger, like a few thousands of years before. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be on yeah, Game Pass and PlayStation Plus Extra, and it's releasing on like everything. Yeah, very cool. It's kind of why I'm not too bothered that um, Aiden Chronicle, they announced today that that's getting delayed. But I'm like, I don't mind. Sea of Stars is coming out this year. Sweet Code and HD is supposed to be coming out at some point this year. It's like, yeah, just Aiden Chronicle <laughs> can get delayed. I don't mind. <laughs> there's, there's enough coming out. It's fine. Yeah, Under the Waves is coming out on the same day, published by Quantic Dream. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> but only published. Uh, but only published, Parallel yeah. Studio. yeah. Yeah, it has been a while since we really saw a lot of gameplay. I mean, there was a trailer with yeah. the duration of one minute a month ago, but uh, before that, 10 months of silence. Say, yeah, isn't it the one where it's just kind of sporadically appearing every now and then? And it's like, it's just sort of coming out, but just like they barely showed anything on it. <laughs> It looked kind of pretty from like the whole underwater stuff looked nice, but yeah, I don't really know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, quite a few games already did that, like Beyond Blue or Apsu. So yeah, well, this one, I'd imagine it's kind of going for like mostly like a linear sort of. Story yeah, I remember thing. being able to try it out a few months earlier. It did seem still a bit rough, but yeah. <laughs> It basically seems like a linear story thing. But, and I yeah. don't think Quantic Dream is really doing much besides put their name on it and financing the Yeah, project. they're probably financing um like the the um, the other the probably, like the console yeah. versions of it and stuff. That, that that's I see that a lot with publishers where they don't really like, do too much, but they do handle like the the console side of things. So it could just be and they also handle team marketing the, yeah. towards stuff. Yeah, but it's like they don't. But do... it does show that it's a very indie project. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like one. That I, th- I think it's hopefully gonna... they've improved it because I think my beard was from like a year ago, even for played it a few months earlier so maybe it's yeah like that that is a thing a lot with like built press builds and like demos and stuff like the builds are actually fairly old still like they're already kind of outdated but yeah um yeah it looks okay i I don't hate those sorts of games but they're not the ones i'm gonna go for specifically like a lot of them i just play if they end up being like cheap in a bundle and stuff like that and i'm like yeah that's all right (laughs) but i don't really like Go out, of, go out of my way to get them. Yeah, I'm not expecting a massive piece of any kind. It might be interesting, but... It might be better than Quantic sure Dream's wait. actual games. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe not that far, but... I don't know. It's going to owe Jason, and it's going to be... God! <laughs> Just shouting on the water. But, um, yeah, it's a game. It exists. It'll be good. Another game that exists is Trine 5, A Clockwork Conspiracy. 
Oh my god, they're still making this. They are still making <laughs> I'm guessing 4 did alright for them, because I remember 3, they tried to go in a different direction, and they kind of ran yeah. out of money, and <laughs> you could tell. Yeah, I remember uh, that you could tell that it wasn't... Right really got worse. Yeah. Brain yeah, 4, then... I think, tried to return a bit to the past, and what I guess I've been... it did pretty good. Kind of hoping with if for like a try and five, what I was really hoping for was they just gave a you character. a different, yeah, well, they, like the entire all three characters. I was kind of hoping would be new. <laughs> like, I feel nope. like, yeah, because I feel We're like getting like, the same three characters every yeah, time. Yeah, Amadeus, like Soya, and Pontius. <laughs> yeah, because it's like they can give them new stuff and whatnot, new puzzles, but it's like I feel like. It's due a kind of a refresh a little bit. Like, there's only so much they can do with like the same three characters again. Like, and I think they always do the same shit too. So. Yeah, they, they do add some new bits and pieces, but it's it feels like. Like I'm always surprised it's a series that's lasting this long. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah, like it could be good, but it's just yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling the fact that it has the same, uh, three characters again. I, I don't know. Maybe they'll mix things up a bit, but I would have preferred so, uh, yeah, at least one new, but I feel like at that point you may as well just have a completely new cast entirely. I don't know. It, 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 it's sort of a wait and see with it, really. It's probably still going to be like fun either way, just more, more probably more of the same, unless they really manage to change things up this time. Well, apparently there's a new combat system, actually. I'm I'm kind of glad to hear that because combat's always been a bit whatever yeah. in the other ones. It's it's like it's there, but it never really felt that interesting. So like new yeah new combat's kind of nice. Assuming it's actually better than the old combat. <laughs> yeah, the shield of light and talismans and stuff. I think we've had that before, but yeah, apparently there are some new combat. Elements. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. Um, is Shrine 5 the reason that Teach Nordic is not at Gamescom? I mean, maybe. <laughs> Did the other games have four player co op? Am, am I misremembering? Uh, they also had three player, I think. Yeah, because it's, it's just mentioning that this has four player co op as an option. Maybe One there is player. a new character. And I'm like, either there's a new <laughs> character. Or oh. you can just double up on that character, which I mean, <laughs> it could be. But um, yeah, it definitely seems like they're trying to add it a little bit more. And with like, they keep mentioning the skill quest system, and it's like, okay, sure. No, four uh, was also four player. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was sort of just there as an option. But um, yeah, like it could be fun. Um, new combats are nice, but yeah, it's like. Uh, like I, I kind of hope they've they've at least tweaked the move sets a little bit, keep it uh, feeling a little fresher than it. Because like Trend Fall was fine, I I kind of get why they went back to a, a simpler style. But then if they're doing it again for five, it's like, eh. mm. it's, it at least should be fun for a playthrough co-op. By the way, yeah, but a lot of games are more fun in co-op. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> Trend specifically has been made for it, like. It doesn't. It you can play it single player, but it's not good in single player. It's it's designed to have multiple people there at once. A war hospital is another interesting game. It's a little like the darkest of times meets um, risen architect, maybe. Even though maybe that uh, historically <laughs> that comparison is not that great, but for uh, gameplay wise, it looks like that at least. Yeah, uh, coming to uh, PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X, S. It's, yeah. a, uh, it's a pretty packed month. Like, a lot of ports, but some new big, uh, big releases. I mean, I know that Battle's Great 3 is technically not new new, but the early access version was missing most of it anyway, so... And yeah, Armored Core 6 is going to be another big one. And some indie stuff in between, like Blasphemous 2 and um, Sea of Stars. WrestleQuest also. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about WrestleQuest. And 30XX, the Mega Man yeah. X lookalike. 30XX specifically, 
is another it's another one that's been in early access for a while, but the Switch version will be new. Um I played 20XX and it was um it wasn't too bad. Uh I haven't actually heard that much of 30XX. It's just no. what I've seen, it's like they've switched to a more like retro looking visual style rather than the sort of like car like cartoony flash-ish visuals of the first game from what I remember. It's like now this one has like 2D sprites closer to like Mega Man X kind of or like Mega Man Zero. Exactly. And yeah, it um if it's anything like the first game, just with more stuff, it's uh it should be pretty fun. Yeah, I would never play a Mega Man game solo, so playing twenty <laughs> XX with you, Francesco, was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, pretty nice that they have uh, online co-op. And, but and it's uh, only two so player, right? Not three player, unfortunately. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, it's probably yeah. too fast for three players. Yeah, and it's probably like balancing and whatnot as well. Right. But yeah, I know partway through early access for thirty XX, they added in like level making and stuff, so you can kind of even ignore the roguelike stuff and just play pre-built levels and things, which should uh. Keep uh, keep longevity up. I don't know if that's going to be a thing in the Switch version. It's, uh, console can always be a bit weird when it comes to user-made content. It's like they don't want to have to um, police it and stuff. Yeah. So they just don't include it because otherwise they'll get in trouble with the, <laughs> with the like, console makers. I remember that happening with uh, one of the Disgaea games where they just got rid of the ability to make like fully custom maps because they didn't want to have to police it and i think it was like there was some sort of difference between like the japanese sony and like western sony when it came to like if they had to actually like monitor what people were making a game we also speak to stray gods the roleplay musical um with laura bailey troy baker and also i think austin uh, winter uh is it yeah austin Ventry uh, who did the journey soundtrack like I've heard of that, but I don't really know anything about it. <laughs> I know it exists. I never, I didn't play. Um, it's 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 not. Is it? There was a Stray Gods game other than this, right? Or am I? That's I, I swear there was something else. But I could just be thinking of this. Because <laughs> every time I look at the logo, I, I, I look at it, I'm like, wait, didn't, wasn't there another Stray Gods game? But I think I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> something different. I'll probably remember it right after this is over. <laughs> it's just like the, the name and the logo. Just I, I think of something else. Yeah, it's basically a Telltale game, uh, but a musical. But a musical. <laughs> <laughs> I think, didn't they put on like an actual musical or something for this? But I got around, so <laughs> okay. Let, let, let's wrap it up then. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, pretty interesting month. Yeah, so uh, thank you for tuning in. See you next time. Yep, see you next time. See you guys.
Yeah.